Hey, welcome back to Season 3 of Pigeonhole Hockey, our participating member of the Hockey Focus Family Podcast. This is Chris and today's co-host, Steve. Hey, how's it going, hockey fans? And you know us, we're just a couple goalies that have taken one too many pucks at the head and do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, think, and talk about hockey. So how goes life, Steve? Uh, it, it goes, my friend, it goes, the grind of work, <laughs> taking a week off. I've already complained to you today that I've been working. So there's that. Yeah. Um, aren't you, aren't you on holiday this week? Uh, yeah, but, uh, it's called yeah, American like, holiday, so it's not quite the same as European, my friend. So yeah, it's um, like, it means you get two or three hours <laughs> off the day. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It yeah. recover from your major illness in two days and get back at it. But Hey, I can't complain. I was making money during this whole epidemic, so pandemic now, or whatever we want to call it, uh, endemic. So um, I can't complain too much there, but um, I am telling you, though, I am chomping at the bit for the hockey season to ramp right on up here. I'm with you here. Like, I'm super deep into the junior hockey world right now with the USPHL, NAHL, EHL, EHLP, EOJHL, and HEO U18. Uh, I mean, it's, the amount of hockey I have right now is disturbing, and I love it. Uh, my wife would tell me I have a problem. Um, but uh, no, now the NHL is kicking off. And so you and I wanted to do basically two episodes one to cover the west one to cover the east and so this is the western episode and eastern episode listeners be ready for it it's coming out shortly as well as a a conversation with the provo predators players uh we won't say who they are yet um but be ready for that episode as well we have a lot happening in the next couple weeks as well as the kind of awards episode for september uh so definitely be listening for all of these episodes this episode, we're going to cover, let's just say, the Western Conference of the NHL. I think that's a, I think that's a good place to start. We can cover the Central Pacific divisions because, oh man, there's a lot happening. I know you've got, uh, you've got some interest in the Pacific Division, but I'd say we'd start in the Central. So let's talk about the Central yeah, before let's... we go into a team to team to breakdown. Yeah, the, the <laughs> how coyotes... do you think is looking? Yeah. Well, the Coyotes joining the Central this year. Yeah. Yes, so... they are. Uh, they'll be dead last. <laughs> no, no, I actually, I have, I have them above one team because, uh, I mean, me I have this ASU Coyotes this year, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> you know, Steve, uh, tell me what your rankings are, and then I'll tell you what my, uh, my rankings are. Now, I will say, as a Western conference as a whole, I have the teams ranked sixteen to one. Uh, because I think in both the East and Western Conference, oh, Chris, I have I just got somebody ring my doorbell. Just give me one sec. Okay? Yeah, go ahead. It better not be trick or treaters. It's September 27th. Listeners, this is what happens during a live recording. Um, people ring doorbells. Dogs bark. Kids get in fights. It happens. This is podcasting. He's still not back. Sorry about that. It was my landscaper. So yeah, no problem. I don't hear the blower going here soon. You know, you shouldn't be able to hear it that much. But yeah, okay, no let's, let's jump back at it. Yeah, so we'll start. Uh, you know, we got we we can break into the like the Pacific and the Central divisions inside the West, and of course the metropolitan metropolitan. <laughs> you know what? Why don't they just call it something better? Yeah, yeah, or yeah, it's 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 it's. I don't know. Metropolitan, metropolitan. like it's it's like. I, I swear it dies into. And then again, no offense to those listeners that love Marvel. 
<sighs> but I'm like, I know so many people that are in love with Marvel, and I don't get it. I just don't get it. Anyway, that said, I could go off on a rampage on that. But uh, no, I think it's a great place for us to start. And maybe let's start in the Central Division. And did you want to kind of give me your rankings? Okay, so for my rankings, I literally ranked the Central and the Pacific together. So I have them 16 to 1. But I'll just kind of give my rankings up in the Central and then the Pacific and then tell you because I feel like one division is going to be stronger than the other. And I feel the same way about the East. And again, I could be dead wrong. Injuries, trades, Gold global pandemic. pandemics that can all affect yeah. uh, goaltending. <laughs> it's always <Yeah>. goaltending. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, right? Nobody gets that. Like having a man, having you back, Steve. Like seriously, nobody. They think we're weird, and we are. But we're also the quarterbacks of the NHL. Um, you have a good quarterback, you have a winning team. You have a good goalie, you have a winning team. It's pretty duh factor um but uh do you want to start in the central division let's start in the central division do you want to give your rankings or you want me to start i'll 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 give her here my friend so all right eight to one uh so eight is the coyotes competing heavily with the chicago blackhawks for that okay so we both agree there i'll just put that out there like i haven't swapped i think chicago is going to be worse than the asu coyotes but yeah they they're both gonna suck oh yeah they're gonna be terrible Um, yeah it's gonna be bad the Jets at number six. And okay, I agree with you there. Same here. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll go into that much later. Stars and the Blues competing for four and five, in my opinion. Okay. Um, Preds, One's on the outside looking in? Yeah, so Blues are the one in. Stars on the outside looking in, but we'll get into that after, two. Okay. Preds at number three, Wild at two, and here's your huge shock, the Avalanche at number one. Ooh, the Avalanche, I don't believe it. I'm not actually very far off from you at all. I think we agree with the bottom three teams. That's simple. I think Nashville's going to be the fifth team, but in my overall ranking, they don't miss the playoffs. Dallas is going to be above them, then St. Louis, then Colorado, and I'm giving number one in Minnesota. I think Colorado's going to experience some trials and tribulations this year. You know, the Stanley Cup hangover. Yep. Yep. (laughs) And I think the Wild are going to come out and – you know, turn some heads. Yeah, so we'll, I'll, I'll start off with the avalanche. Okay, so yeah. Georgiev, it, it, a lot rests on him. Okay, and um, I got to see. And that's good family. because he's yeah, an amazing yeah. goaltender. Yeah, and and he gets his chance to shine now, right? Um, watching Kemper play with the Coyotes, he was really, really solid, and he just wasn't steady enough for them. Even in the playoffs, because we're talking about goaltending, this is the one time I'll say. The Avalanche were so stacked, they did not need Kemper to be amazing to win, right? And we saw that. So with Georgiev, I think they've got, you know, a little bit more of a steady goaltender, a younger one, more athletic. Okay, and again, not knocking Kemper. Like, really liked the guy. You know, just wasn't there last year. Uh, What's going to be interesting is the Kadri loss because... He was always there to get clutch close. And I was I was an early critic of Kadri early on in his career, but I also think the Toronto media wanting him to do too much and putting too much pressure on himself, he got to take that off, right? And then last year, yeah. coming in injured, scoring a clutch goal, he showed his worst. So that one may sting them a little bit, but still have him as number one as long as they can stay healthy from that you know, the long, deep playoff run, because that that it puts a hurt on teams the, the deeper you go, right? So we'll see if yes. they can rebound back. But 
man, they're just so solid from defense up till they're, you know, the forwards. And I said, if Georgiev plays, I, I think they've got it. And then you talking about the wild yes. goaltending, right? Gustafson, Mark, Andre Fleury, and Gus, yeah. So they needed, you know, they needed another big goaltender to come up with the athletic Fleury. Gustafson looked really solid for the Senators. So, you know, I don't argue with you too much on that because I actually picked a while to go really deep last year. And then they just ran flat because leading up to the playoffs, my goodness, they were scoring just really great goals, Uh, like always highlight real type goals. So then I picked the Preds. So for me, the Preds, the Blues and the Stars. Those teams can all flip, in my opinion. The one thing about the Predators is they're always steady in in net and always a steady team. So last year, I didn't have them ranked very well, and I was watching you guys rank them, and you had them going pretty deep in the playoffs. They're just that team that's always, always, always there, right? They're always there, always ready to compete. They're always a threat. Yeah. So so I ranked them pretty equally with the Blues in that capacity right because the blues and the preds in my opinion are pretty much built the same way blues as long as their goaltending stays steady they're always a threat and then that's where i throw in the stars right so the stars give up a good defenseman get another decent one back from the rangers yeah it's all going to come down to ottinger all of it's going to come down to him can he come back yeah he he looked he was the best goalie in my opinion in the playoffs last year yeah that's not i had a goalie crush he played amazing Yeah, so between the Rangers and, and you know, the Stars for goaltending last year, it was unbelievable, right? So, yeah. to me, it's Ottinger. And if he can come back and he's as solid as he was in the playoffs and can hold that all season, they're going to be tough tough to beat just because of goaltending, right? Those scoring 100%. games is what they want to – is how they love to play. So, that's just my opinion between those three teams. Um, your thoughts on those, my friend? I'm with you on that. Like, I just think the Minnesota's going to edge out Colorado in this scenario. I just think Minnesota's going to have an incredible regular season. It might not start incredible, but it's going to finish incredible. And Colorado's going to run into some bumps in the road. But bumps in the road for Colorado at this point means, for me, second. <laughs> like, And not just second overall in the central, but I think central, like, like second overall in the west. And... For me, St. Louis, they still got a really strong team, man. They got a strong core. They really haven't been dispersed. They still got Bennington in net. I just think they're still an incredible, incredible threat. And then you got Dallas. That Dallas is still a strong team. It's still got a lot of amazing pieces to it. And then Nashville. For me, all these teams are their playoff contenders. For specific reasons. And I'm just going to bypass on Winnipeg, the ASU Coyotes in Chicago, because I don't think those three teams are going to be relevant this year. I, look at the Jets locker room right now. They're they're demoted uh, their captain. And there's been talk. Yeah. It's been a very it's one of the most toxic. How'd that work out for San Jose? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously, how did that, that actually work out for oh, San that Jose? That was like the, one of the worst. Oh, we can go on about San Jose. It doesn't work. Sharks fans. Yeah. It doesn't work. Yeah. No. Well, the the big that's the biggest mis- the two biggest mistakes that then will the Sharks will be in talking about them here soon was moving back to Atlanta. They're not doing yeah. well. Yeah, back to Atlanta. <laughs> Forget it. Winnipeg, yeah. you've lost your you're, you've lost your NHL team. <laughs> you've been demoted yet again. Yeah. So yeah. back to yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. So Dallas Dallas is you know was doing really well because they stole the Sharks captain, which was their biggest mistake. So yes. let's jump on over there, my friend. Who do you've got? Tell me about your Pacific Div- Division picks. 
All right. So for the Pacific, I think the Pacific is not going to be as strong as the Central this year. So at the bottom, I've got Seattle. I really want them to be good because I love that jersey, but I just I don't see it. Then I got San Jose because it's San Jose right now. And I like what Mark Greer is doing there. Then I've got Calgary because I don't know, dude. I the amount of analysts putting Calgary in the playoffs, I don't see it. I see this being the train wreck of a train wreck that can't recover and doesn't make the playoffs. Vancouver is building up to something, but they're just not there yet. They are just not there yet. And I give the Ducks in that same realm, the Ducks and the Canucks. They could surprise me. Either one of these teams could easily surprise me being the playoffs. I just don't see it yet. I think both these teams are very close to being playoff contenders in another year, maybe two, but I don't see it this year. Then I have the Los Angeles Kings making the playoffs. I think they've got enough of the right pieces here and, I, I, I'll admit it. I was wrong last year. I underestimated this team, but you can't underestimate a team with Jonathan Quick. I think the LA Kings make the playoffs. The Vegas Golden Knights, as much as I enjoyed them missing the playoffs last year, they're going to make the playoffs this year. And I, I don't say they're going to be in the top half of those teams, but this team, I don't, I don't see with the way they're built and the pieces they got, I don't see them missing the playoffs this year. That said, you know, and Edmonton, it's Connor McDavid, and at this point, he can carry a team into playoffs. The, the Edmonton Oilers will make the playoffs, but the big question is with the Oilers, are they a team capable of making a deep run in the playoffs? Is Connor McDavid that sort of leader yet? I don't know. Uh, in my opinion, I think they could go deep into the playoffs, but I don't see them being a Stanley Cup contender because for me – you still need goaltending. What do you think? All right, so I've got the Oilers taking the Pacific. Okay, so I we're think, both there. Yeah, yeah, so for me, Campbell was under the pressure cooker of Toronto, and he played steady. And the one thing about Toronto was, you know, Leaf fans jump all over me all you want on this, but not the best defense in the NHL. Um, you know, they they have injuries, they have different things, but I just don't think they were super strong defensively. It was all goal scoring for them. So I think Campbell's used to that pressure. He's going to be steady, right? And that's what Mike Smith wasn't. Smith was either lights out or terrible, right? So Yeah, I yeah, he's fitty fitty. So yeah. I think you're going to get that baseline steadiness out of Campbell. That's really going to help this team. If he can stay healthy and he can, he can play steady, then they're going to be okay. So I see them taking it. 100% agree with you on the Kings. I have them coming out number two. Jonathan Quick, you know, I thought yeah. he was done a couple of years ago. I yeah, thought he same, was done. same. And, you know, and shame on me because he came back to form. But they've got a, a man, they probably got, in my opinion, the best one-two goaltending punch in the NHL. Yeah. So, and they play a, a really good defensive style. You know, Philip Deneau addition, if he has another year like he had last year, watch out. So, they're going to be a really strong presence in the Pacific. I have them finishing second. Now... Here's where we don't agree. Three, four, and okay. five for me are all flips. It can go either one of these teams, Golden Knights, Flames, okay. or Canucks. Golden Knights, Phil Kessel's in shape. <sighs> okay, Phil, you could have did that with the Coyotes. I watched you practice with the Coyotes. Come on, Phil. That's all I got to say about <laughs> Kessel. Um, <laughs> it's going to come down to Eichel and Eichel's attitude in that locker room because that was the biggest shakeup, right? So if he's that's what, it, Yeah, okay. If, if he's performing and he can keep his head on straight, great. But – 
going to the Pacioretty trade where he was saying, you know, in Montreal, we had the media holding us accountable. Okay, okay. And I, I've watched their podcast and they agreed with me on this. You're a professional hockey player. So let's focus on that word professional, Max Patty already. Um, you hold yourself accountable. You hold your teammates accountable. That's what's there in the locker room. And did he not have an A on his jersey? Am I not mistaken about that? No, so no, you're right. If you're a leader on that team, you hold yourself accountable. You hold yourself internally, you know, accountable. So we'll see how they are because they dumped him off. Like they got rid of him for nothing this year. Um, they took on the Weber contract, which was just astounding to me. Um, Goaltending wise, we'll see how Leonard responds back because there was that battle between him and the front office. Mm. You know, so we're going to see what this team is made of this year. Right. And their window, they had the best window I've ever seen for an NHL team, but now it's closing. And who wants to do them any favors? Nobody. Um, no. Exactly it. Because they burnt a lot of bridges now. Flames, Kadri uh, and Huberdo. It's going to see if they can get some chemistry going. The one mm. thing Flames have going for them is I think they've got the best defensive core in the NHL. So if Markstrom can play solid, Boudreau is going to sting a bit. But Huberto's got the ability to make good plays with a lot bigger frame. Kadri is, you know, just as irritating, you know. And I, I'm a Kadri fan now, everybody. Like, I, again, a, a player can play for the Leafs, and I don't automatically hate them. I just was critical of his play and his decision-making, but I understood why he did what he did back then. But Kadri's producing. Like, he's on top of his game. So, yeah, I get who he was playing with the Avalanche, but he's got a pretty good team here with Calgary. So I don't necessarily agree with you on that. But the Canucks, for me, I agree with you on that. Like, they just, they're starting to gel. They were yeah. getting last year. They're they were starting, but they're not ready. And see, that's just at the tipping point. I don't know which tipping point there are. Are they ready to, to make that next step forward? Because they were pushing for a playoff spot last year. I, I have them ranked 10th overall in the West. I have them ranked 10th. Like, I have them ranked just behind Anaheim because I have Anaheim as, the, like, the bubble team that doesn't make it. And yeah. Vancouver right behind them. Like, these teams, there's, t- t- there's teams that could easily flip. Like, Nashville could just not have the season they should start with. And could be out of the playoffs where a team like Anaheim or Vancouver could push in. And so I, I'm with you there. Like Vancouver's that team where I wouldn't be shocked if they made the playoffs, but I'm picking them to just be out of it. So that's the interesting thing with the Ducks. When you have that young, they rebuilding that roster, right? If those young guys can find their form, they can shock a lot of people. And again, goaltending. Gibson's amazing goaltender had yeah. the offseason. That's why I have the Ducks so much higher is because they still have Gibson. If they didn't have Gibson... For me, they'd probably be below San Jose. And that's what I mean. Like, it's so like that's what's so intriguing about the way these teams are right now. Right. These young players are so talented coming in. You just don't know what they're going to do. And there's teams that can steal points. You're going to have to take the points from the Sharks. Again, no Brett Burns. That's going to sting them a little bit. The Kraken, again, I'm not they have it. the ability with the cap <laughs> yeah. space to be really good in the next couple of years. This is foreshadowing the Detroit Red Wings. So it's going to be interesting. The teams that really steal points from other, you know, from other, you know, divisions and whatnot, right? And the battle within. I think the Ducks, the Canucks, the Sharks are going to be your pain in the butt teams this year. Whereas yeah. in the Central, the Yotes and Blackhawks, you need to beat them. And the Jets, too. The Jets, again, they have talented players. But my goodness, you know, again, what's going on in that locker room is going to make a big, you know, make a big difference. So. Yeah, that's that's where I got these guys running, my friend, coming out of the central. And if you want my pick for the playoffs early on, do it. 
Okay, pick on the playoffs. I see the Avalanche making a push against the Minnesota Wild. Okay. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's going to yeah. be between those two. I think the Avalanche will start I, I'm with you. the experience. And then we're going to see I, – I really would love to see Oilers Avalanche going toe-to-toe again. I'd love to see that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the, the, the four teams that might come out, again – I've been an NHL fan my whole life, and I still to this day do not understand a new playoff system. But that oh, I, said, like I, I have by, yeah, I, it's agree. like NHL just make it simple. Like I'd say even this way, like we're in a new world, 100% new world. Who cares about the East and the West? Make yeah. 16 versus one. Imagine 16 defeating one. We all want that. So make it happen. You have divisions for a reason, but destroy the conferences. Get rid of the yeah, conferences. No, I, agree. I agree. 100% agree on that because it, it shouldn't have to be an East versus West. Yeah, I don't want to like I don't want to face another like as a Buffalo Sabres fan. I don't give a flying. I, I don't about facing another Atlantic team. I don't. I'm like, I, I faced them all season long. Do I really want to see the Senators or the Leafs or Lightning again? No. The best playoff series ever as a Buffalo Sabres fans were always against the Broad Street Bullies. We don't get a chance to see them. Almost yeah. like it's almost impossible. It's not completely impossible, but it's almost impossible for us to see them in the first round. Yep. I just think like it, at the worst, like worst case, make eight versus one again. Fine. But I really feel like you should make 16 versus one, 15 versus two and so on. There's really no need for us to have to get rid of the conferences. Ugh, anyway. Oh, and, and one more point to add to that, because we might as well finish off with this and go back to white for the home jerseys. All yes, the awesome yes. colors of the other teams coming in with their jerseys as opposed to their white. Yeah, that's white. all I want. Like, you can make special nights. You can make, like, as a Sabres fan, you can make the nights where it's like, oh, these are going to be the five nights this year where we wear the dark jerseys. And then, cool, that's awesome. But the home team should be wearing the white jersey so you can see the the green of Dallas come in and you can yeah. see the blue of Columbus come in and you can see that's you, you want to see those colors come in but instead you see every team's boring whites come in and the same home team as the Sabres you got the I love my blue and gold I do get make it special for me at home make it special yeah. Yep. Make it like, oh, I could get one of the five games. Like, you can get this five-game package where you're at home for all five games of Sabres and wear the blue and gold this year. Do that. But the way I think it'll fall out this year is I think the final four teams standing will be Minnesota, Colorado, St. Louis, and Edmonton. Um, and I think Minnesota and Colorado out of the Central will be the teams fighting for that conference championship. And Colorado's great. And if they can stay healthy – it's Colorado. They're they're probably going to go for a, a a repeat. But Minnesota has my boy. Mark andre Fleury can carry the Minnesota Wild to their first ever Stanley Cup. In my opinion, the Minnesota Wild come out of the West this year to the Stanley Cup Finals. All right. Early predictions. We'll see where we are about six or seven <laughs> months from now, my friend. That's what's great about this podcast because we can I'm I could sound amazing. Or they're like, they finished dead last in the NHL. And, oh, you know, I'm the biggest idiot, apparently, on the Internet. <laughs> well, we'll see where that we'll see. We'll see it's, where that it's lands. Just, it's just the bold predictions, right? It's the bold ones, right? And I'm not far off on agreeing with you. The Wild, in my opinion, were there last year. The Kings yeah. could be your shocker, but ah, McDavid's McDavid. So 
<laughs> those yeah. are my yeah. final thoughts, my friend, and bring back. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so those are our final thoughts on the West. Be ready to listen for the next episode where we talk about the teams in the East. But uh, we do want to thank all of you listeners for tuning in. Be sure to reach out if you're in the junior or collegiate hockey world and wish to get on a future podcast. Also, follow us on Twitter at PHH Official to let us know what you think. And we also have started Instagram recently, so look at for Pigeonhole Hockey on Instagram. This was the Pigeonhole Hockey Podcast with Chris and Steve. Have a great one, hockey fans. And remember, listeners, always clear your crease.